the trade-off on a 3% interest that's pennies on the dollar after my negotiations anyway, it's like, we're talking about a new identity. This is why one of my core values is holistic investing. I want the, I want your whole self. I want your identity to change to investor. You're no longer just a school teacher or a flight attendant. You really deeply understand what it takes to be an investor. So that lifestyle, just notch on your belt is worth 10%, 15%. So um, you think you're waiting, if that's you on this live, you think you're waiting for interest rates to go down, but really you press pause on progression in your life. You're listening to the official 9 to 5 CEO podcast. This is the show where two 9 to 5ers discuss gyms, strategies, and how to survive the lifestyle of balancing a job and building a business. And now, here are your hosts, Tremaine Robinson and Zena Dixon. So, uh, what we want to do here on this podcast, we kind of want to just, you know, tell your story from the beginning. So, if you don't mind, people who might not know who you are, just telling people what you are and what you do. Yep, so my name is Gabby, and I am the Real Estate Day, and I'm located here in St. Louis, Missouri. And my full-time turnkey agency helps new and first-time investors find and fund profitable real estate in the St. Louis market. So you said you you find and fund properties for real estate investors. I didn't know that you did funding. I thought you just did like the turnkey of the property, but not the funding. So we help find and we help fund. So when the, when the client comes to us, you don't have to look for your own lender. You don't have to find a lender that makes sense for this market. Because we buy inexpensive real estate, you know, most lenders have a minimum. My lender's minimum is only 40000 So he's closed about 99% of the clients that we send to him. In fact, he's closed every client except for one. Um, and so he already knows our framework, our processes. Uh, we talk every single week. And so we help with everything that you need to get from, I, I used to say confusion to the closing table. We're going to help you along um, at each at each um, point or each landmark, if you will. So we don't That's fund it, but we do have funding partners. We have two. Oh, okay, great. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> So uh, taking it back, what was it? I mean, can you talk about what your life was before real estate and kind of what led you to it? Yep. So I share my story all the time. Um, So before, well, let me just introduce myself again. My name is Gabby, you guys. If you're joining me and you know, you know who I am. Welcome back to, welcome to this, this platform. Um, Thank you for joining the live. Uh, My name is Gabby. I'm the real estate bay located in St. Louis, Missouri. And my agency helps new and first time investors find and fund profitable real estate in the St. Louis market. Um, before I got into real estate investing, um, I was in banking and I was in nonprofit. So I went from banking. I walked out of that job because I literally could not take it. Then I went over to nonprofit because I thought, man, if you know, I was thinking about the polar opposites, right? Like banking is so capitalistic. So I went to nonprofit, which is literally the worst thing I could have ever done. I absolutely do not think black folk need to be in nonprofit work. Um, so that's my own little chip on my shoulder. But um, in the nonprofit worker sector, I had my son and he was uh, pronounced dead at birth. So he was born about seven to 10 minutes later, he was pronounced uh, dead. And so throughout the 60 to 90, 100 ish days in the intensive care unit, um, I got a call from my CEO at the time of the nonprofit. And she said, I'm sorry this comes to you at a bad time. I'm sorry. You know, she's like, I'm sorry this comes to, comes to you at a bad time. Uh, we no longer need your services. And I said, are you firing me in the hospital? 
And she's kept saying, we no longer need your services. We no longer need your services over and over, like putting me in a trance. So um, even though I fought that and I won that, I knew that because of my son's, um, you know, new illness, if you will, my life personally would never be the same. And so I started Googling, right, how to make money from home, how to make money outside of a nine to five and real estate, realtor, investing kept coming up. And uh, I bought my first property. Wow. That, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, even, I, I don't even think I would have been in the headspace to take the call from my CEO, um, let alone like let her keep telling me the same thing over and over when my baby I'm having this traumatic experience with my new baby. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Wow. So, um, so, so, so you started your agency. Um, mm-hmm. How did that go? Like you, you just jumped into something that you wasn't familiar with and you was just like, I'm gonna let this ride. Um, pretty much. We were talking about it this, um, this morning. So we currently have seven employees now and it started obviously with me and an idea. Um, but I'm very, I move very fast and I'm very, um, I'll use the words responsive to God. So if he tells me to do something, it's very clear when it's God. He talks to me in a specific way. Um, I 95% of the time I respond with a yes, right? With my spirit and with my actions. So I tell people that this is God's business for sure. I never dreamt of this business. I'm the first um, homeowner investor in my entire family. Um, And so this isn't like something that's innate to me. Basically what happened was I had maybe 2000 followers on Instagram, maybe 3000. And I would just put my phone up inside our first rental properties. We bought a property for $10,000. I renovated everything myself from the electrical. I didn't do the electrical. I ran the renovations like a general contractor from the electrical all the way to the paint on the door to, to, to list it. And, um, I would put my phone up on Instagram, like just going live on Instagram. And then it just started getting traction. We went, I went viral just being myself a bunch of times. We got posted by the breakfast club and people kept DMing me and saying, if you can find my property, if you can help me fix it up and if you can place a tenant, I'll pay you. <laughs> and so I thought, man, that's like, it surely is somebody out there already doing that. So I literally Googled find property, place, uh, you know, fix it up, place tenant. St. Louis turn. Then I discovered that the name of it is turnkey. I didn't even know that I was like turnkey saying, I just kept doing it. I couldn't find a single person that was doing it. Um, I know there's one agency doing it in Ohio, but in the Midwest at the time. And so I started taking clients for free because I wanted to see if it, if my process would work. So I have several clients to this day, never pay me a dime. They have properties here in St. Louis. And then we started charging um, from there. So somebody DM me my business plan. That's what I, that's how I tell that story. That is so crazy how the people that, you know, follow your story and love your journey, they'll propel you to the next thing mm-hmm. and, yep. and really put, put you in place to do the thing that you're doing now. So I think that is just the, just the camaraderie and the support that you get from virtual strangers that mm-hmm. really into the next thing that, you know that you're going to grow into like this huge town in St. Louis. So that's awesome. Um, I, 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 that's how I found you actually, you went viral about, you know, fixing up your own property and you know just having the videos. And of course I was like, follow because, <laughs> Oh, she's a black woman. She's out here doing it and she's taking action, which is like the biggest thing when we're trying to Tremaine and I trying to, you know, share, you know, um, buying real estate is a way to wealth and you should have this, you know, in, in your arsenal of wealth building in your, in your journey and, and trying to build your legacy. And one of the things is that's a crippling crutch for a lot of people is the fear to take action. Sure. So the 
Like I'm on it. Let's go. That's yeah. like a testament to just just trusting the process and that it's going to work out. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, hey, Gabby, question I have for you. So when you first do that, right, can you walk me through what it was like, the processes, and how long it took you to kind of have your established process as far as somebody coming in new, the processes that you got to go through in order to get to the, um, you know, the finish line, the closing table, and kind of, you know, what was that like as far as weeding through clients at first? Because I'm sure everybody wanted to be a client. Yep, yep. So in the beginning, um, we tried a lot of different things. I, you can... I'm changing stuff consistently. And I tell my team all the time, um, just as a human, I'm like, good is not okay. Um, so my team knows that like good is showing up to work and actually bad is showing up to work. I had to reframe some things this quarter and bad is doing your job. I don't need people to kind of like do jobs and so forth. So we, I say, I want to preference that because we tried so many things and a lot of people would see the amount of money we made and said, oh, you're successful. But then we have to define success, right? And so I'm always like redefining and polishing success. But when we first began, uh, we took clients for free. Um, that brought in a lot of insane people, like legitimately and mentally not okay. And so um, I had to wean through like applications and wean through people's, um capital versus capacity so in the first let's say half of um because we've only been in business for 18 months so the first three to six months we had a lot of people with capital but they didn't have the mental capacity right mm -hmm. and so we had uh people that would work you to death um just to give you an example uh, i had a client fire me she never even paid me anything so she fired me um she was with me for 14 days and i sent her 16 properties in 14 days that were profitable um, and so it didn't matter. It just, it, nothing was good enough. Nothing was. And so I, I used a lot of data from these types of situations to, to get where we are now. So we went from free. Then we went to a monthly retainer, which is the worst thing on earth. Um, we used to, you used to be able to pay us $3,000 every 30 days to run your projects, find your tenants, fix up your house and do all the things. Absolute worst. Because what happens is if you, people get about to the 80% mark, sometimes 50% and they want to stop paying because they're like, you're done. Right. So we had a lot of people that would, they can see their pictures. We have a portal, we have an app and you can see like, mm, the paint is up, the windows are in, I'm straight. Right. So we got people to stop paying us. So then um, we went from free to a monthly retainer and then we went to a yearly retainer. So for 12 months, I had to ask myself, what, am I what do I really wanna do? And so one of our core values now from that question is, I wanna develop holistic investors. When I had the framework of every 30 days you can pay me or it's free, we got a lot of gamblers, right? And so the gambling mindset, the investing mindset are two totally different things and they'll yield you two different results. And I don't want to be with a gambler. They typically rush you. They're unrealistic. Um, they're assholes. And so I'm just like, okay, 12 months, right? So our new retainer now is $15,500 for 12 months worth of services. The average client buys three houses with us. Remember my houses are 70,000 at best, sometimes 75 right in there. And so my target market is We've, we've niched down. We know who our avatar is. It's, it's really New York City and, and L.A. We do have some people in between, but the majority is New York City and L.A. for obvious reasons. And um, they don't have a capital issue. They don't have a capacity issue. They really have like a time issue. So we have clients that have bought seven houses, 10 houses, nine houses, and they put the money in our hands and they trust us to run the play and bring them back the rental checks. So we we tried a bunch of different. We tried flipping. Jesus, talk about that. <laughs> I know. I've been oh, through the I ringer. 
I've been through the ringer. You said what? No, I said you should talk about that because I, I I watch your lives all the time, but not not necessarily talk it down on it, but just talk about why what led you to be like, you know what, this is not for us to offer. Yep. So I really wanted to um I really wanted to take off some of our products. So we used to have an academy, we used to have calls, we used to have the 12 month retainer, and then we used to have flipping. And so when I thought when I think about what yields us as a company the most happiness um what promises can i make and what's most sustainable it's the 12 month retainer right like i can just get one client and run her for 12 months we typically take four to seven clients a month um so that's plenty of business and so with the flipping it attracted the gambler we did about a million dollars worth of flips last year we're flipping every single month we're flipping properties and um the entire team was miserable I mean, we literally cursed every day. We were working insane hours um, because one of the things that we don't realize with the flips, there's a couple of things. The number one thing we don't realize when we flip as investors, especially when you're a new flipper, I'm 100% first, first time investor flipping. Without question, I think it's the worst thing you can do. We don't realize the tax implications. That's number one. Okay, so in Missouri, Missouri out of all 50 states has the highest tax implications on flipping. Didn't know that until I started flipping. So we're talking about 25 to 40%. So you're excited about a contract that's yielding you a $40,000 bag. But if you didn't 501, if you, if you didn't turn that into another property, you're giving the state of Missouri 20 grand. It's just insane numbers. And so we did a lot of work to yield you 20 grand. I can teach you how to burn and get you 80. Yeah. So we had to really look at product for product. And um, that one was the worst thing that's ever happened to us in our lives. My VP is on here right now, and I'm <laughs> I'm sure he he never gets mad. I would physically see him getting upset in his body because um, it's just endless. Once you finish the project, so watch this. Many people think I'm gonna paint the walls, I'm gonna put a pretty couch in, and it's gonna sell. What you don't realize is on the other side of the flip is disposition. So you had to find the property, fix it up, manage the tenants, stage the property, mow the lawn, cut the. You had to do all these things, then. You say my property is worth 150 and the bank says, no, it's not. The seller don't want to close. Somebody lost their job. We're talking about seven months to you dispose of a property that you're going to have to pay $20,000 in taxes. It just, oh. for the, for an agency, it, it's, it was, um, it wasn't sense. the best product. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to run it back real quick. So when you had the uh, retain, monthly retainer and you would get the personal property, you would rehab it, region it a tenant and they stopped paying did you have a leaning like a second mortgage on those properties oh, okay mm. nope nope so it, it's i mean listen I'm, I'm probably gonna write a book in the next couple of years especially when when i retire uh the amount of money that has been stolen from us is, is immeasurable we and i never talk mm. about it on socials and you know this isn't on my page so it will be archived on me because i really try to come from a positive place but the amount of threats money it's immeasurable we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. And so for me, it's like, I, I never dwell. You'll never see me being like a client should. But um, for me, it's about what am I putting out that attracts that? So that's yeah. number one, what's my messaging? But then number two, um, I, I'm never going to be a victim. You can literally come in this room and crack me upside the head. I'm going to beat your ass, but I'm never going to be like for the next six months, that person cracked me upside the head. That So I try to focus on the positive because we have so many amazing scenarios but no we didn't do liens because we're new in business so we didn't even know about stuff like that we didn't have contract agreements that were written by attorneys now we do 
Um, and so people just took advantage. But my be- the beautiful thing about that is um, we learn so much. Like the quantum leap that we have as a, as a business, hitting like 2.1 million this year, it couldn't be possible without those L's. We, we had to go through those L's. And I'm like, yeah, they, people still follow me to this day. They owe me money. Wow. They probably own it right now. No, just <laughs> oh, no, they, they got to get out on their thing. You love all their money, get out. But, hey, uh, so, Gabby, uh, one thing I respect about you is your transparency. Like, that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that gravitated me towards you. Um, what do you think it was with you that was able for you to able to be let go with the flipping in a monthly retainer? Because a lot of business owners, they'll open something or they'll offer a service, and they be so attached to the service that they don't even compartmentalize with the fact that it's not working. So for you, mm-hmm. what was it with you that you had you just like, you know what, it ain't working, let's move on. Let's not offer that no more. Um, you know, we read the book um, for Q4. We did strategic planning for the last 90 days of Q4. And I read the book as the leader. I read the book Traction. And one of the things he talks about in the book Traction is, is your business distracted by shiny objects? And so I'm still new to real estate, right? I had only been in real estate nine or 10 months. And so hmm. I felt like I had to prove all these things. I can do this and this and this. And um, my, one of my girlfriends would ask me, are you happy with your business? Why did you get in business? I literally didn't get in business so that I can work 80 hours. I try to work as less as, as least as possible. Like I literally try not to go to, to work, right? Because I feel like if I'm an expert, then there should be experts around me and we should have clients that have reasonable expectations that allow us to still be able to rest and do what we need. So when I, when I read that book that said, are you distracted by shiny objects? I had to line up all the things. I thought I needed an academy because everybody, everybody has a, a course. I need to flip because they say that flipping is the most is trash. Like, do not listen to these. It's not good. You know, like, so I had to do, I had to say, what do I really want to do and what makes me happy? And so I measure impact by, or excuse me, I measure like where I want my income to come from by impact. But it's got to start with ourselves. Like, how do I want to, like, how do, how do I want to be happy at home? Like, do I want to get a call from a, a seller that called out? And so Man, if, if you could just be a fly on the wall for 30 days of flipping, you would be like, burn it down, burn this product down. So, um, and then the client that it attract. We, we often do inventory of our clients and we say, do we want to work with this person? And when we lined up all the people we didn't want to work with, they were all flippers. I was like, oh, the product is attracting an asshole. We got rid of the product. We love our clients now. So <laughs> you got to be, you know, you have to be really, really um, honest with yourself. And you got to know what motivates you. I'm trying to work less, be happy more. And that's kind of how I, that's my, that's my funnel for how I want to do business. Exactly. I'm so glad you said that because that weeding out process at the beginning is, is so many headaches on the back end because all money isn't good money. Like, you know, people, they, they want to have consultations and I'm just like, but the first thing that comes out their mouth is I want to do a flip. And I'm like, do you own any property? Have you done it before? No, I saw it on IGTV. I know it's going to be great. And I'm like, we, I can't work with you because I, I, I want that realistic expectations and a flip for a novice is not the way to go. <laughs> I'm not saying people haven't done it and been successful, but I tell people, so we, we openly won't do flips. We're going to do um, invite only. And it's only going to be with clients that have a portfolio with us that I know are millionaires. So then I'll ask you for half a million dollars. Cause I know your income statements and so forth, but I tell people, unless you have in St. Louis, probably a hundred to $200,000 liquid, you don't care about it. it can burn up today. You should not be flipping. That's how I, that's how I coach people. Do you think I right. should, you got, you got a quarter of a million. I got 20 baby sit. 
sit down. <laughs> and then when you talk about capital gains tax, it's like, is it worth it? Like, do you really want to get into that? This so, is the yeah. this is the question I have for you, Gabby. What was it like when things would go wrong and having to explain that to somebody that don't have the emotions to really take through and listen to what's actually going on? Because that's common with flips, right? There's incidentals, yeah. but it's like their emotions, I'm sure, would change based yeah. off on and I know that's different story yeah we um we we try not to tell clients things go wrong at all to be quite honest with you clients are on here they i mean maybe we we structure client wrong conversations in a very specific way we'll like either not tell you because the way we do our our scopes of work it's it's protected incidentals are protected in the um so for example if i tell you that your renovation whether it's a flip or not is going to be uh twenty thousand dollars you're going to send me 24000 We open up a checking account for you and we open up a savings account for you. 20% of your renovation fees goes into the savings account. If something were to come up, we pull from the savings. We don't go back to your pocketbook. Then it feels much, it's a different conversation because you got, you got four grand in a savings account for 12 months, right? Worth of time. There's clients that have money in our accounts that haven't touched it in months. And if I need something from for that house, we just go in and pay it from there. So it feels much different than kind of like nitpicky. Um, you know, this came up, we need $100. This came up, we need, we need $50. We try to structure it in a certain way that um, it doesn't feel bad. We also, we refrain from calling clients. We use Loom. So we'll record um, a video inside your property showing your property a crack in your wall. You don't have to get this crack fixed. But if you do... This is the price. If you don't, go on with your bad self. Let me know how you feel, right? And so then typically they see the, the, the issue. They see me on video versus a back and forth on call. I can tell you I probably call clients twice a month. I, I don't call clients. Um, it's, it's just not, you don't pay me to sit on the phone with you. So you pay me to find properties and, and solve problems. So we typically send looms out, emails, and um, we go from there. I love that because you, I, I feel like your agency is a boutique agency. And with yeah. that, it's very concierge type of hand-holding white glove service. And you just taking away all of the, the minutia of, you know, getting into real estate. That, that will, that's en- enough for someone to pay that extra money. Like, yeah. here, girl, just handle it, you know, and send me a statement at the end of the month. You know, yeah. so I love that. I love that. That would be something I would totally be into. <laughs> yeah. Our client, our, our client, when, when I'm on a consultation call, we do consult, we do like strategy calls every, every week. We have one tomorrow. We moved them every Tuesday. We do a strategy call. I can tell you within seven minutes, if you're my client, my client doesn't care about the retainer. She sees the value in 12 months for 15 K. She literally like my client doesn't care about retainer. They care about results. So that's why we show a lot of receipts. We show a lot of results. We go live with clients they're like, my client is very liquid. We're talking 100, 200, 300, a million dollars. They're incredibly liquid. The people that, that I attract, and I did that on purpose because I wanted a different mindset. Yes. And so I love that for myself, you guys, because when I came into the business, I told you we were doing free, 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 because I thought, well, let me help everybody, right? And it was at, it was at expense of myself, right? I was poor. <laughs> like, who wants a poor realtor? That doesn't even make sense. Uh, you're selling land, but you can't afford, you know what I mean? Like, I was legitimately miserable and poor. And when we went premium, it attracted a premium client. And I was able to reset my mindset that Black folk, y'all got money. Yes. We talking about, they because in order to join us, we need a proof of income. 
We need approval of funds. Bank statement, half a million dollars. Look like a lady walking down the street, $800,000. One point, I'm like, so now we, we get the income statements and now we don't flinch. But in the beginning, we were like, she has $8 million, right? So um, it, it's it's a totally different client. They, they typically don't trip on a $300 unforeseen and, and so forth. I love that. I love that. And that's between... Um, you know, managing your your investments on E Trade or having a hedge fund manager manage your investments. Because no. money and you know that you're good to go. Yeah. And he's not gonna be nitpicking the whole time that you're investing with him. And it's a very symbiotic relationship that I have I have total confidence in you that you're gonna give me a great return on my money and you have total confidence in the client that you're not gonna be stressing me out and making me yep. hate my <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do you work a nine to five or looking to add more value to your five to nine through rental property investment? Rental property management does not have to be difficult, confusing, or impossible while you work your day job. Tremaine, aka the nine to five landlord 414 presents nine to five landlording 101 for beginners. This complete guide will help you to manage your rental units while you focus on your nine to five. And Tremaine will give you the entire blueprint, the tools, and the process he's personally used to manage his rental unit portfolio while working his 9 to 5. Grab yours today at 9to5landlord414.gumroad.com That's 9to5landlord414.gumroad.com It's 9to5landlording101 for beginners by Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9to5landlord414. If you're looking to buy your first multifamily property but don't know where to start, don't worry any longer. We have a solution for you. Book a one-on-one 60-minute call with Zena Dixon today. In our time together, you'll receive the answers to your questions, insight into your goals, and an action plan that you can put into motion to start you and your family on your wealth-building journey. Investing in multifamily real estate was the beginning for countless millionaires. And now is your turn. Book with Zena Zena Dixon today at Catlinly.com forward slash Zena Dixon INC. That's Catlinly.com forward slash Z E N A D I X O N I N C. Also, see the link in the show notes. No, that's so fine. I, um, early on, before you got into the premier service, um, did you do anything around mindset? Because I know that a lot of coaches and a lot of um, real estate investors that give courses, they talk about mindset and they have to start there because a lot of people that want to get into real estate, they're just not there in terms of what you really need to position your brain to understand to get to the next level with your real estate. So did you have to do that early on? Personally or with my clients or both with my clients? Um, we did. We did used to do a lot of um, pulling. Um, again, we, we do audits where we say these is this a client avatar? The clients that I have to pull, they typically, they get refunds for me. I can't, I can't babysit. Uh, we have so many clients now that we have to execute at a high level. So I, I expect when you come to me, you have your mindset together. In the beginning with our question, when I was testing out the model and I don't know, I didn't really know exactly who we were and what our mission was. We did a lot. Of, I'm grateful for it because some of them turned out to be killer landlords and investors. But um, we did a lot of mindset. Uh, uh, we have a lot of fear, uh, you know, black folk think that your money in the bank is safer than in bricks. And I just am on you. We also think that your money in a 401k is, is yielding a greater return than in bricks. And I can run circles 
around your 401k, right? Just in equity alone. So um, we, t- we, and we still kind of do mindset. I feel in terms of like when I go live in my, in my free classes every month. Um, but yeah, without question, we had to do a lot of mindset for our uh, earlier, earlier stage clients. Yeah. Wow. I um, love it. I love, love your, your whole story from beginning to where you are now, how yeah. you really honed in to what your client was and how you can best serve them. So yeah. and serve yourself. That's, that's so huge. And for anybody that's listening, that's a business owner. That was him to make sure that you weed out the clients that you cannot service and that's mm-hmm. brush you out and make you lose all your edges because it's not worth it. <laughs> I'm at that stage now. Uh, <laughs> you got to shake. That's a yeah. We always like, we, I think it's especially like new first generation business owners or um, new entrepreneurs. We're like chasing the bag. And this is why it's so important to get a coach. So I have, I have several coaches and it's like, what's, so I have like a high performance coach, go, 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 go. Then I have like a content coach. What's your story? And then I have like a messaging coach and all of them, you know, are really aligned in terms of what do you want to do? Where do you want to be? Let's test things. Do you, and I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. I'm going to jump out the window. And they're like, well, kill it without them saying, kill that product or take this down or don't do that. I may be stuck in a rut on a hamster wheel. Like, let me just, maybe it's, but when you have a soundboard, that's, you know, a millionaire, a millionaire, 10 times over, it's like, I'm going to do what you say, (laughs) you know? Um, If you could, can you talk about what it's like being a realtor and dealing with other sellers, property owners? I'll definitely watch a couple. I'll watch your stuff. So for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, being a realtor is cool. You know, I, if you guys follow me, you know, that I believe that a lot of people are realtors, um, in disobedience to God and you should be investors. I think that, um, you use that as a cop out, um, to be in the industry. You told yourself, I'm going to learn real estate by becoming a realtor and you wasted a year of your life. You're not profiting in real estate and you don't, you don't even use your license. So I have to say that because that, that's always on my spirit because I see realtors every day and they're garbage. Um, I think the, <laughs> there is kind of, it's getting kind of scary actually out here. Um, wow. Like they just get licenses away. But I think that um, right now in this market, um, there's, there's a few strategies that I use where we got two houses today. We bought two houses today. And so I don't, I'm not going to say I don't fret in this market. You can tell me if I'm answering your question, but I know how to talk to people. I know how to use charm. I know how to use, like, I always say good looks and charm. My team's like, how did you buy eight houses in one weekend? I'm like, good looks and charm. I know how to say the right things. I know how to get realtors on the phone. So for me, regardless if you're selling realtor or a a buyer's realtor, it's about relationships, right? And so if you can get them on the phone, which is my, that's pretty much my secret sauce is getting the realtor on the phone. 99% of them will overshare. If they wanted the house for 74,000, if it's listed for 74, 99% of them will be like, if you give me 65 is yours. Simply because I had a, th- I'm talking to, I already know what my goal is. I'm up here, but I'm like, girl, you, I just love your house. So I was wondering, so I see you over at, you work with Platinum Realty. So I was thinking about coming over. I'm just homegirling you, or if it's a man, I'm doing all the things. And then you say, you know what? I like you, girl. If you give me 65, say less. I was going to give you 69, right? And so, like, it's about relationships and, um, and, and sales. It's always about relationship and sales, but, um, you want to make sure that if you're on the other side of your list, it is you protect your client. You know, you're not supposed to share certain things, but I'm, I'm just, I'm good at uh, getting that information out of you. <laughs> no, you so, answered the show good for sure. Yeah. 
on their thing. Um, so I just, a lot of people, um, they will, they have like this big fear now that the interest rates are going up and all of that. Um, and I feel like once somebody clings on to a fear, I mean, you know, interest rates going up, that's a tangible fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will allow that to just be like, nope, I'll just wait another two years to get into real estate or whatever. Um, how do you combat that? Or do you even have to deal with that? I don't. I, the, the, again, the person that I attracts, uh, attract, um, they say things like, my client says things like, I only want a ROI of 10%. I have literally millionaires that say, I say, what's your goal with me? And they say, um, I want to make more money with a million dollars with you than I would have made in a bank account. So like when we talk about, and I'm giving you an ROI of 18%, like insane numbers in, in Missouri and St. Louis. So I don't necessarily have to deal with that, but I'm always educating the masses. So I have a, my clients don't deal with that, but the masses do. And so my response to that is, it's a lot of things, but um, the two I'll give is uh, interest rates are only going to probably go up for quite some time. Um, that same, it, you're losing it's so much that I can say you're losing uh, traction, you're losing um, um, uh, runway, you're losing time by waiting. Yeah, I think I think people think that it's about. Let me say this: I think people think that it's about buying property when it's really about changing your life. And so you're thinking you're waiting on buying that duplex, but what I receive is that you're waiting to get to the next stage of your life. Mm-hmm. Like for me, so. The trade-off on a 3% interest that's pennies on the dollar after my negotiations anyway, it's like we're talking about a new identity. This is why one of my core values is holistic investing. I want, the, I want your whole self. I want your identity to change to investor. You're no longer just a school teacher or a flight attendant. You really deeply understand what it takes to be an investor. So that lifestyle, just notch on your belt is worth 10%, 15%. So um, you think you're waiting, if that's you on this live, you think you're waiting for interest rates to go down, but really you've pressed pause on progression in your life. And that's super sad to me. I get emotional when people are like, oh, I'm going to wait. I feel so bad for you because the trade-off is immeasurable. And so I just urge you to really look at investing. Don't think about it like a single family home. Think about it like who you'll become, right? Yeah. Who do you need to be to hold keys to, to five houses? That's the the shift in life that's going to happen when you start closing your own real estate. Yeah, yeah, that's that was awesome. <laughs> hey, she ain't lying. So, she ain't lying. When I got my my best, when I got my first one. That shit was like crack when I got my first rent yeah. check. Oh, this is crazy! I just made more here than I did on my job, and I was hooked. And I did not know what I was doing all the time. Like mm-hmm. perfect experts, man. Nobody's a perfectionist in the beginning, you know. Gab, you know, you start in the beginning and you weeded out your company and you was able to scale after nine months. But month one, you wasn't there. But you tried. Right. So it's like, man, quit playing. And it's not like a college commercial. Yeah. Like, stop playing with yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> and like you said, Gabby, having those lessons early on, you do grow in quantum leaps. Like yeah. you will make those mistakes again. And you will you will also have the foresight to to um to anticipate a problem so that you kept that thing too. So I love that you said that because that's so important. A lot of people want to go through this process and it'd be problem free, but that's not the case. It's never going to happen. You know, it's just the, it's just the grade of the problem. It could be an A grade. It could be a C grade. You know what I mean? But um, it's just going into it with the mindset of not having the expectations of it going perfectly, but you will, will come out the other side one with this property that is cash flow and it has equity mm-hmm. and you've increased your cash your your um your net worth yep. 
and you're building a legacy for your family. And those mm-hmm. things are immeasurable in turn, you know, in comparison to the little issues that you had probably with the contractor in hindsight. You know, yep. I will yeah. say going through it initially, you're just like, oh my God, I'm about to kill somebody. But <laughs> that feeling passes. <laughs> yeah, if you do it yourself without question, you're gonna go through things and that's okay. I'm not everybody every, everybody can't come to the agency, right? You should some people need to do it themselves. That's your journey. You know, obviously, if you come to the agency, we talk about we put our clients in a you know position of luxury. They literally don't do anything. And typically, 60, 90 days, they have keys, they're collecting rent. So that's a premium experience. But one of the things that we want to make sure we do and we commit to is, are you really an investor? I don't want people to just want to store cash because that's also another unrealistic expectation. Because a hot water tank go out, you like, uh-uh, I need my rent. You know, like it's a so we always, you know what I mean? Like, we want to make sure you understand you own a house, you have a tenant. This is what this is going to look like. So um, the, the expectation is huge over on my side and on turnkey because we do have people that I can't tell you how many people pay us and they never answer the phone. Wow. It's, it blows my just, I'm like, <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> right. Thank you, Jesus. Um, right. Yeah, we, we want the people that are willing and able, you know. A uh, question I have for you, right? So when you first started along your real estate journey and you started your company, you kind of had a vision for what it would be. And seeing what it's turned into in fruition and just life full circle, is it what you thought it would be or is it better? Um, You know, I would say it's better for sure. You know, you always have, you know, that, that picture of you're saying, God, I want this thing. And then God has like something bigger behind his back, right? So it's, and it's just, it's, we're still only in, in year two. So it's much better, but I wouldn't be able to have, I wouldn't have made it here without, uh, you know, specifically my coach, James, I wouldn't have made it here without Maya Elias. And so um, I'm not trying to like blow people up. I'm just being honest. Like when I get, when I got into a rut, I literally said, this business is not going to make it right. By this time, my VP had left his job. So he was in marketing full-time somewhere else. He said, I'm going to put everything into real estate bag. You know, he got two kids and a pregnant wife. I said, Lord, hold on. Clock back in. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we're going to make it. So um, I had to invest in myself in order to see past six figures. And so we keep celebrating and I'm fine with it and people can get mad if they want, but we keep celebrating six figures, but six figures can't build a community. And so when I think about what I'm doing, I'm really trying to have seven, we got seven employees. I want to have 70 employees. We're talking about eight figure, nine figure. My coach calls me billionaire bay. You know, he's like, your business, what you did last year, we did a half a million last year. We're trying to do that in a month, right? Like those are the types of leaps that we're trying to make. And I wouldn't have been able to see that, you guys, without somebody that's 10 steps ahead of me in business and, and um, entrepreneurship that can look back and say, oh, this is a rut. Here's a quick solve. And so the same investment that you or the same um, yeah, investment that you make into the agency of 15000 imagine us paying 100000 for coaching. That's how much I believe in what I'm doing. And um, it allows me to have a lot of clarity and to really see three years, five years, seven years and beyond. Yes, there's my VP. He said, I saw your vision. He lying, y'all. He didn't come on for a long time. The nigga was still clocking in at work. I was like, I need help. <laughs> he, was, he was like, I got you. So, so we did a lot of like, you know, he was side hustling real estate bay. And then, no, I'm kidding. He, he eventually came on full time and um, is... It, it, it was meant to be like we met in, in passing through St. Louis. And then, um, yeah, long, that's a long story on how we started doing business together. But yeah, he's a uh, right people, right role. He's an integrator. If you know, if you guys know that word, I'm a visionary, but that means I want to sit back and I just want to tell you guys what's going to happen. I want to do nothing. 
And he's yeah. like, so Gabby said, turn left. Really, we need to turn right. And then we got to go left. And then there's going to be a piece of paper on the floor. Like, he's going to give you the steps. And I'm like, whatever he said. Right. <laughs> so. I, lo I love it. I totally need an integrator. <laughs> that it's, is. It's a I love that your clients, they get the benefit of you investing hundreds of thousands of dollars into your mm -hmm. coach. You give them an optimal experience. And, you know, they may not. A lot of people that may look at that $15,000 retainer and be like, that's a lot of money. But just think about all that you get with it, not only just the real estate, but just your guidance. And, you know, you've paid so much to sharpen your iron with somebody that's been playing ball for, you know, 50 years or whatever and got all this experience and all of this know-how and all of this wherewithal. So they, they're benefiting on so many different levels when they, yeah. when they engage with you. So that's amazing. I love it. Yep. That's fire. That's fire. So uh, another question I have for you, my bad. I got questions, fam. I've been doing You're my homework. Crazy. You know how that go. So another question I have for you. So for the people that's, let's say they're watching this, right? And they're inspired. They am. Y'all want to get into real estate. What would you tell them is the first thing they need to do before they realize they want to really step into real estate? With, uh, huh? with you specifically, though. Oh, they want to get best with me. Oh, wow. Um, oh, you meant just overall? I'm, I mean, overall. Somebody that's oh. like, um, I got 20000 whatever's you know. I don't think I want to get into real estate after I watch this live. What should they evaluate next? Um, so they, so for, so for, you know, as your coach in this moment, I need you to write it down. Um, I need you to write, write down when you say invest in real estate, what do you mean? When you say invest in real estate, what is the strategy? Um, when you say invest in real estate, where's the capital coming from? Um, we also do, um, a little blurb on our business plan template for our, every client fills out a business plan with us. Things are going to go wrong. Where, where is that money going to come from? I need you to s literally type it out. And I'm not saying, oh, I don't know. Laugh out loud. No. Are you going to tap into your 401k? Are you going to call your husband? Like what is specifically going to happen when things go wrong? We need to know about capital. We need to know about things that are going to go wrong. What market do you want to be in? What's the strategy? I see way too many people, like you said earlier, I want everybody wants to get into flips because you think you're going to make $5. Is that the right strategy for you? Um, if you don't write it down, you'll never know. So I need you to physically pencil and paper, write out um, a business plan and it needs to have a date. I always challenge people with dates. Every person gets on my phone and says, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just taking this consultation because I want to prepare for next year. That's like uh, um, Elon Musk said, whatever you're, whatever you're going to do next year, do it in a, in a week, do it in a month. Like that's how aggressive he is as a billionaire. So that's not real. Like you're not serious. I can't take you serious. I need you to put a date on it. And I always challenge people for 90 days. So you need to have a 90 day plan of execution and um, it needs to be realistic. Step one, I'm going to call a, write down my goals. Step two, I'm going to call a lender. Step three, I'm going to pull out of my 401k and so forth and so forth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That, those are gems. Yep. So writing it down that that's, that's, Every, every guru, every um, high-level um, entrepreneur or billionaire, they always talk about writing things down. Because when you write it down, you're making it real. You're solidifying it, you know, with your brain and, and that tactile experience that, okay, I'm going to actually do this. Or, you know, I'm putting forth the effort that this is something that I want to do. So writing it down is, is so key. Um, Tremaine, did you write down when you wanted to buy your real estate? Or did you just fly off the cuff and just go I, for it? I, I favored the house I wanted. So shit, I had some. So I had the favorite of the house I wanted. And I got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yep. Anyway, However you got to get it.
But yeah, that's the first thing I want. I want to see more people is, is writing down. And then the next thing, you know, after that, if somebody's like, I already got it written down, you need to physically get inside of real estate. I got a whole bunch of people that um, you guys, I want to get into real estate. The first thing I ask is how long is that? Have you wanted this? And people say three, five, seven, 10 years. And I say, when's the last time you walked a house? Never walked a house. I'm not wanting nothing for 10 years and I ain't been inside of it. That's crazy, right? Yes. And so I'll, re- you got, you, why don't, why don't you walk houses? You don't go to open houses. Open houses, just, you just walk in. Just to, that's just to be in real estate. Well, no, I wanted to wait until, and there's that limiting belief, right? You feel like you got to wait before, before you start planning. You feel like you got to wait before you get to the, you got to write, then you got to walk. Those are my two things. They always go together when I'm coaching people. No, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. One caveat I will put out there is if you're talking to a friend or a relative that is in real estate, please don't tell them about what you're not trying to deal with when you get into real estate because you're probably going to have to deal with it. And it come off disrespectful. Like we don't all dealt with things within real estate. And it's like, yeah, I want to get into it, but I ain't trying to deal with no problems. And fam, it's a business. Problems come yep. with it. Yep. And it's disrespectful to somebody that only been through problems that you think you're going to be able to come in, not deal with no problems. And it's going to all work out. That ain't how life works, fam. Just a tip. Yeah. <laughs> so what is next for your agency? Um, we're really focusing on our 12 month, you know, our 12 month program, our 12 month product. That's really the core core focus. We've been kicking around lately, um, adding in something new. My coach is completely against it. I really, I really want to see two things and these won't, the biggest thing I want to see won't be here until 2023. So I want to do more syndication. So, you know, maybe the retainer isn't 15,000, maybe it's 6,000, but the agency takes 20% in perpetuity forever of your rental income. So we found you a house, you place the tenant, the tenant pays a thousand, you get paid 800, we get paid 200 and we have right of refusal. So if you ever try to sell the property, you have to sell it to us first. So it's a completely different business model. Um, Some of my brilliant, brilliant real estate friends are like, you're insane to have even done as much as you've done without doing syndication and they own 200 houses in partnership with people and so forth. So that's definitely going to be the play in 2023. I just, it's so much legal around it um, that it's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars just for the contract agreements um, because it's, it's, it's a pretty big, uh, it's a pretty big thing. Cause I'm going to sue you. Baby. You try to not be me. I know that's right. <laughs> I'm suing niggas now. I'm like, fuck that. That's crazy. Before you had me, you know what I'm saying? Because I was a little low. You try to play me, but now I'm strapped up with a coin. My money much longer, so you you don't want to see me out here. So no, that's that's the that's the first thing is syndication. I want to try. I want to go get into that for 2023, and then um, we're we're kicking around uh, a smaller retainer. What does the promise look like if you join for six months? Right? Like, is it two houses? Is it one? Like, what does that look like? And um, but right now, I'm really happy with the 12 month. My my coaches do not want to move off of it. It's it is what it is. But there is some opportunity and I hate, I don't like to leave money on the table and I can see money being left on the table, but then it goes back to, is that a distraction from the the cash cap? I was always like, (laughs) oh yeah. Yeah. That's amazing too. Like I I understand like making sure that you, you weed and you work with the right clients, but some people just might not be there financially because, you know, you know, the literacy in our community is just not there. So we're not we're not saving that money. We're not investing that money. But if somebody say I saw Gabby on this live and I want to work with her because I know, you know, I'm going to come out the other end as a property owner and, you know, start building my wealth. I'm going to I'm going to save my income tax. I'm going to save my bonuses going to take some money out of 401k just so I can work with her on this lower tier. Um, yep. 
And, you know, those people, they're going to be super motivated because they, they know that it's either this one or this one. So if you could get in on this one, you better try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're thinking about it. We just, again, it's about who it attracts. Right. It gives me, you know, I have trauma from the smaller containers. Yes. We, did, we did free. We did $600 a month. We did $3,000. Uh, we did $1,000. Ooh, it's traumatic. The difference between a, I can work, I can do two lives and get two $15,000 clients, or I can do two lives and get $2,000 clients. It's like, and that's what, that's what my coaches always say. Like, what's the trade-off? Yeah. Um, mm. so, that's amazing. Hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to have something, have some type of another product or soon. Nice. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for taking out time. Come on here. I know Monday mm-hmm. is Monday. Z feeling like it's Monday. It's one of them days, but you still came on here. You got great energy. I appreciate you for coming on here and sharing your story. I'm such a fan. I'm always watching, rooting for sure. Um, I just thank you for coming out here, fam, pretty much. On that end. Yeah, so much. I've been following you since that viral video. I just love to hear your voice. Like, you have such a soothing and calming and reassuring voice. So I'm just like, oh, let me listen to Gabby. Oh, good. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say as well, which I haven't announced. We've been um, reached out to by HDTV twice. So we'll see if, um, well, one of them is HDTV. The other one is like a Netflix um, I got to be able to curse. So, which, you know, wherever that lands me <laughs> is, <laughs> is where Nick is going to go. No, I'm kidding. But um, definitely <laughs> going to be, uh, you know, TV and brand partnerships going into 2023 as well. Awesome. So, for sure. I appreciate you guys. Hey, Fallon. Thank, um, you, so thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, good luck on that. We wrote for you. Uh, let us know if you need anything. And again, we yeah. thank you for coming out, for sure. You're so welcome. All right. Have you have a- Bye, guys. All right. Bye-bye.